Hi and welcome to the Alliance, a Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance, and before we get into today's episode, let me address the elephant in the room. Some of you might have noticed the rebranding that took place over the last couple days. Let me take a few minutes to explain the nature of this change. When Discordia started, this game was referred to as FML Survivor. That had its own issues, least of which was the confusion between my game and the FML Survivor League on the Fantasy Movie League website. In Chattern, I started to distance the game from its affiliation with FML by referring to this as Discord Survivor more and more. And that really came to a head in Mojo Desert as non-Fantasy Movie League people were cast in that season. Moving forward, we want to have a single, concise, non-trademarked name that can be used on merchandise and everywhere else that doesn't step on any toes and that sets us apart from other online reality games. The members of production had a talk a couple of days ago where about 20 to 30 minutes was spent throwing out random naming conventions. One of the more on-the-nose ideas was to call the winner the Tribal Counselor. There were many worse ideas than that. Ultimately, the word alliance garnered a lot of support. It was simple, straightforward, and applicable to the game that we're running and that everyone is playing. Alliance is a social game, first and foremost, and navigating the alliances between yourself and the other players is key to any player's success. A survivor game is tacked on the end as a sort of coda to make it easy for anyone unfamiliar to understand what to generally expect from Alliance. So, the prior seasons of the game have been retconned as, quote, Alliance colon Discordia, end quote, and so on. This podcast's name has been updated accordingly. We appreciate everyone understanding and rolling with this change, as it will be a bit unorthodox for a while. And now, join me as I continue to talk to players from the first season Discordia about their time in the game. Today, I will be talking to the fourth boot, Aaron, about how unlucky one player can be. I'm here today with the fourth person voted out of Discordia, uh, Aaron, who lasted 12 days and uh, had a bit of an interesting time in the game as I've been you know, kind of looking back at the server and, and how everything shook out, which I haven't done since really the season happened. So it's been almost a year since I've explored much of the server uh but i'm excited to talk to him about his uh almost two weeks in the game and uh get a little more perspective on what what he thought was happening i guess one of the the first thing is uh you in your confessional channel one of the first things you told me was that you weren't talkative um and uh I don't know. I don't know that that really bore itself out exactly <laughs> over the course of your time in the game, and especially now that you're more of a viewer, uh, or just are a viewer, I think you're fairly uh, spoken up uh, a lot watching the other seasons, and even while watching your own season play out. Yeah, I think um, I think when I was actually in the game and people were talking to me and were interacting with me, I had things to say, mm -hmm. but if I just had to... Um, think starting conversations or um i don't know maybe coming up with a plan on my own might have been more difficult especially being new to survivor i hadn't watched it in over 20 years so 
I didn't really understand the game as well as some of the others. Mm-hmm. And now watching um, watching three seasons of Survivor on Discord, and then also going back and watching some of the newer seasons, um, I kind of understand a lot of the things that I did wrong. And um, if I ever played again, I would probably be a much different player. What um, what kind of things uh, have you sort of figured out that you've done wrong or like what would you pinpoint as your missteps i was definitely um um on the outside i was a team player i was trying to be the the tribe strong guy kind of thing which it really doesn't mean a whole lot i mean those things keep you out of early tribal councils but um you're going to end up in tribal council no matter what at some point so it's all about building relationships and not only thinking about your own individual game, but thinking about each person's game. Because uh, if you know what their goals are, um, you can kind of plan around that yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. Uh, we started out uh, with the check-in challenge. Pretty yep. pretty brutal challenge in hindsight, given that... Uh, Half of it took place on Easter morning. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was not didn't didn't plan the schedule as as well as I probably could have in that instance. I, um, I don't think I even realized it until uh, <laughs> until it started. I'm like, oh crap! I'm gonna be in church tomorrow at noon when this is ending. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and you guys ended up going to tribal council that night. Yeah, uh, but. You know, it was kind of a, and, and I, I talked to Peter about this too, but the first vote for you guys was kind of a gimme. Is that fair to say? Yeah, just because, um, I mean, it really, it was easy in the fact that one person didn't really participate. So it makes it kind of a, there's kind of a scapegoat there and everyone's just happy it's not them, I guess. Right. But in hindsight, you kind of, it should be more complicated than that than just somebody wasn't there. Maybe uh, Bane would have ended up being a good player. Or he would have been a good help for somebody down the road. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh... we, that's kind of what we saw with Jasmine this season. Like she, she was active, but she wasn't really part of a lot of the challenges. And she's a very good survivor-minded player and was good with strategy and stuff like that. So it, it should always be more complicated than just who's present. If you... You know, if you're going back to that time in the game uh, now, uh, of course, you know hindsight is is 2020. But right, um, I'm 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 guessing, and I think Peter kind of said the same thing. Is you know you approach it a little differently this time, next time around, yeah. and maybe it doesn't end up going the same way. I, looking back, I still think that's how it would happen. I think Bane still would have gone, but um, I think it's um, well, I get. What was his name? Tom Hardy. Yeah. He was Tom in the game. But um, I think it still would have gone the same just because I can't say that I would have guessed that four people from a power group would have still stayed aligned together as long as they did. It, it might have. I still feel like we would have thought the game would have gone a little differently mm-hmm. than just having those four stick together, which as they played, they didn't really stick together. They branched out and had other allies. So. I think um, if I would have been more useful to one of them, maybe they would have 
carried me along a little further. Yeah, they, uh, they, they, after, after uh, Tom gets voted out, you know, if these four are, are going to tight and working together, they have a majority and, and that's kind of right. difficult to, uh, to penetrate. Right. Um, it, you know, you move on from there, uh, to the next challenge, which was mastermind. Yep. Uh, you were matched up with Amber. Don't remind me. <laughs> and I mean, I got to bring it up. You know, it was, I think most of the match, most of the, most of the matchups were like six, seven, eight moves. And I think yep. both, both people were kind of, uh, potentially could have, could have won that matchup. Yours was really the only one that was completely lopsided and, it yeah. really came down to a kind of a lucky guess to a degree. Yeah, that's kind of what she said. She said she had one one guess in there where she got a few right, and then it was just kind of over from there. Because we were neck and neck until she went from maybe one one right in the wrong spot to three right, a couple in the right spots. And I was like, oh, man, this is over. I just started guessing, essentially. I'm like, I just got to throw something out there hope i get it right and beat her to the punch mm-hmm. had had you played a, a mastermind like a game before that yes i played as a kid i had the the colors you mm, put yeah. different color pegs and somebody would have to guess and you'd put black and white pegs out to say if you had it right in the right spot or right num- right color in the wrong spot kind of thing so mm-hmm. i played that as a kid with my sister when i was young so I was familiar with the game, just hadn't played in a long time. Right. Uh, so you guys end up losing that one. Um, yep. Again, uh, not a not a great challenge record, unfortunately. And <laughs> so then, so this time you don't have kind of a scapegoat for this vote. No. Uh, I believe. So you were part of. If I get this right. Uh, you were in the initial Tide chat group yep. with Peter, Clever, and Meg. Yep. And uh, reading back through those conversations, it sounded like you guys were, at least in that group, talking about putting the target on Blink. I don't know if you remember. I don't, I don't remember specifically. I thought we agree. I thought we all agreed on. Um, yeah. No, we told. You're right. We told Peter. We were voting for blank, but mm-hmm. we were really all voting for Peter. Uh, how how did that come about? Because obviously, if we're thinking of the Triangle Four as their own group, you know, what brought you into that? Into the tide or into I, into the vote against Peter? I think it was mostly talking to Clever and talking to GD and DMs. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, um, what's going on? And and. Uh, Obviously, Clever could see it, but GD couldn't. He's like, hey, what's going on in there? Because like, I think I talked to GD and Clever the most out of anyone in the in tribe. And it just kind of, I know GD said, hey, what do you think about voting Peter? And I said, I'm fine with that. I'm not. He started the, he started the group chat, but no one really seems to be uh, too bonded in that group. I know uh, Clever was very worried about who could see who was in what chat group. So it made me kind of not feel very comfortable in that group of four. Mm-hmm. 
and I was fine with anybody but myself at that point. It's like if somebody's saying a name, I'm going with it. Right. And two people I had been chatting with the most said the same name, so that's that's where I was. Uh, so even up to this point, were you even considering power group lines at all? Not really. Honestly, I I mean, I knew Clever was in with the triangles, and I knew that's where Meg was. And I wasn't really thinking of, I knew Blink was, and I guess I should have known GD was, but I really wasn't putting that together. Mm-hmm. I guess my mind wasn't really even thinking about FML at that point. It was all... It was. I was just kind of in the game and playing. Because uh, you had your own. You there was one other person from the Knights playing, but yep. Brandon was on the other tribe. Yeah. Um, were you, you know, if you had gotten to the point of a swap or the merge or something like that, did you have any thoughts or expectations about like how your relationship with him from outside of the game would translate to what it would could have been inside the game? No, I know me and him have talked before, and he always says he would have voted me out right away. (laughs) I just know if that would have happened, I would have been more comfortable to approach him and just chit-chat and talk with him rather than other people who I didn't know. I knew at least I could have a good conversation and uh, get some info from him pretty easily without without too much work. Mm -hmm. Whereas others, I don't know, I might... I don't know, I might say something wrong where I, I know I've talked to Brandon enough times that we can chat and be honest. I don't know that he would have, uh, I don't know that he would have aligned with me, though, the way he's, the way he's talked. There were no plans, to answer your question. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so you, you go to Tribal Council, you vote Peter out. Uh, it's a unanimous vote uh, against him. And uh, then you go to the next challenge, and you guys finally win one. The emoji challenge uh, yep. that Meg used the voice channel for. Uh, how It's got to feel great, right, to not have to worry about voting someone out yeah, for the first time. That's, I, remember, uh, I remember winning that, and that, did, that was probably the best feeling we had in the whole... The best feeling I had in the whole game was winning a challenge by, would we win by like 10 seconds or something? Yeah, it was very close. Um, But yeah, that was, I think that was the best feel-good moment of the season for me personally. And I don't know that I did a whole lot, but um, (laughs) I I tried my best to put an emoji in there that I recognized as quick as I could. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not easy to really determine who put the right emoji first when I'm looking back at it, but... Right. um, Yeah, some people kind of filed on there, I noticed. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, so it's also right about that time. uh, So 2001 got voted out on Fomala, but you had... um, That is when I made a change within the game itself, and so the kind of group chats... I don't know. I, I got that idea from a different version of the game that other people had used. Yeah. And it didn't really work at all, at least as I intended it to. Yeah. And so that's when I started the sub-channel thing. Yep. And yep. so for you, uh, you 
didn't get too much time to really you know play around in the sub channels but you did get no. some uh you know how different was that compared to the group chat system and uh even more than that you know if if it had been a sub channel system from the very beginning uh do you think that could would have influenced or changed anything that really happened um for me i don't know that it would have changed a whole lot because i was in there with some of the sub channels and it i really didn't benefit from that any more than the group chats um i did like to be able to go into the channels and kind of talk with someone or multiple people privately rather than uh just talking in camp with everyone to see and maybe not necessarily just going straight into a dm with somebody and mm -hmm. trying to trying to do some of the work on on the server so everyone could see it um yeah i don't i i don't think i even did one single command in the sub channel because i didn't know what that even was at the time until i was voted out i finally <laughs> realized um i probably could have been searching for something the whole time that, that would have helped me further in the game uh you were you did you think at all about whether or not things could be hidden and if they were how they might be hidden i 100 percent assumed something was hidden i just had no idea where or i mean i tried to go through different channels and kind of read things to see if there was something i'd even went off of the server and went into like the FML server to see if there's something somewhere. Oh wow! I I had no idea. I would just kind of type in keywords and in, in the FML server and see if there was something somewhere. I I mean I didn't spend a whole lot of time on it, but I'm like I might as well just look to see. I'm like there has there has to be something somewhere hidden. I just don't know where. Right. And now now I know it's in a bot. Yeah, <laughs> and all I had to do was type search, and I could have. Well, I, had, I would have had a like some one... kind of problem. Yeah, some kind of probability to get it, but right. no, I, I would have. That's not where my mind was thinking at all. So after that, we get the first reward challenge as the auction, uh, which wasn't great for you. Yeah. Um, you ended no. up getting two. Well. I, yeah. Well, I, I ended up with some scorpions, so it depends on your definition of great. Uh, yeah, you ended up with, I believe, a bowl of scorpions and balut as well. Uh, both, uh, yep. from a game standpoint, did nothing. Uh, but from a, right. um, I don't know, that that turned into something a lot more. The scorpions, at least, kind of became a recurring thing for the rest of the season even even at, yeah. you know, after you were gone yeah uh i don't know how did right. that how did that really come about or was it you know was that you deciding like i'm gonna lean into you know kind of getting these dud items or was it just i don't know was it just kind of this organic scorpions 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 thing if you remember I, with the with the auction my strategy was just kind of to bet on some stuff to see if I could get something hidden or I mean I was just trying to I wasn't doing the full uh, rush strategy but I was kind of in that 
mindset. I wasn't going to wait for something and spend the hundred dollars. I was going to just kind of throw some money around and see if I could get lucky and get something. Um, I was really hoping if I bought something, there would be some kind of, like I said, hidden something hidden where people wouldn't know I had it. I don't know. I was just hoping to get lucky. Mm -hmm. And that was just organic. That wasn't somebody telling me to do that or anything like that. There was, (laughs) There really wasn't any group strategy that went into that. We were all kind of waiting for the big prize to come out, which I knew everyone would, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to be the one left out of those prizes, or left. I didn't want to be left with all my money at the end, and I did nothing. Right. Yeah. Uh, a couple of people were. Yeah. Um, but I guess ultimately they kind of ended up with the same net value as you yep unfortunately yep it would have been nice if i got the sit somebody else from the other team out instead of they got to pick and they ended up sitting me out which ended up so all in all i got nothing and i had to set out the next challenge yeah uh the other tribe got an, an advantage where they could sit one person out of the next immunity which was battleship uh as far as i'm aware unbeknownst to them you were the one who curated the google sheet that your tribe used yep and yeah. as... a, i think meg started it and she was on mobile and i said let's just let me do it since i'm on my desktop i'll just do it real quick and as soon as i finished they said you're sitting out yeah uh kind of uh, a lot of bad luck there yeah i remember while this challenge was happening, I was on the train coming back to Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, I was the other tribe was in a voice channel, mm-hmm. and so I was listening to them and also monitoring like your tribe's strategy channel. Yep. In the server, and uh, you—I forget how much you were able to see. That's I had the sheet open the whole mm-hmm. time, but I—I I was making sure not to even click on a cell because I didn't want us to have to like automatically forfeit or something. So I, mm-hmm. I kept my mouse away from the sheet all I could. Uh, so were you able to, so I guess they, you know, it gets to a point towards the end of the challenge where as soon as uh, they hit your last ship, yep. uh, you know, kind of feel, you know, the odds are almost impossible for you guys to get back from that point. Yep. Uh, were you, were you like fully aware that like as soon as they hit that last ship that it was over? Yes. And yeah, even toward the middle, we were kind of ahead, and I was. I remember feeling kind of how I felt toward the end of the emoji challenge. I was ready for another feel good moment, and then uh, <laughs> they they came back pretty quickly and pretty quickly to a point where I'm like, I don't think we're winning this to the point where they won. And that was probably the complete opposite of the emoji challenge feeling. I was like, this is, this is probably pretty close to the end for me. So you, when you say that you think, were you immediately concerned that you would be the one getting voted out? Yes. Why is that? I just kind of knew I didn't have any deep relationships out there that are probably needed to probably needed to 
not be voted out and with so few people left. It just felt like other people were kind of closer and not, I didn't feel like I was in the loop, so to say. Okay. I knew there were, there were things happening, but I didn't feel like I was a part of it. So after the challenge, um, there's a couple of conversations that happen. And one of them uh, is between you and Blink. Yep. Uh, and, and there starts to be this boys versus girls theoretical yep. narrative happening. Yep. Uh, did, you, did you believe that was a thing? I didn't really believe the boys versus girls were a thing. Um, I kind of wanted to try to get Blink and GD kind of in my side to try to get one of Clever or Meg out just because I knew they were the most visible pair together to me. Mm -hmm. So I was hoping maybe we could um, get one of them just kind of break up the only pair that I could see myself, which really was not the case. Right. And then, you know, as that conversation kind of developed and, you know, GD joined you guys, um, one thing I noticed, and this happens, this has happened, you know, more often than I feel like it ever should, but people bring up, you know, especially when there's an even amount of players left, that, yeah. you know, there was a mention of, you know, oh, it'll be a tie. You know, three guys, three girls. Yeah. And people kind of throw around the idea of, like, going to rocks. Yep. Pretty easily, it sounds, seems like, from where yeah. I'm sitting. And yeah. That's, it was brought up, and I'm like, there's there's zero chance somebody's going to yeah. rocks <laughs> that's, for, that's, for anyone at this point. Yeah, that was my response, too. I was like, well, one, I don't know who believes that. And, and right. two, why even say it? Because it doesn't sound very genuine. If GD um, said it, then that's pretty on par for his entire game. <laughs> he would um, say... He would he even when I my short time there he would say stuff and it I wouldn't really question it. I would just kind of not forget about it and not I would just kind of move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like oh we're going to rocks okay like we're not gonna talk about that anymore we're just gonna continue the conversation not talking about rocks and right. then for, and then kind of never bring it up again. So there was a you definitely had a sense that. You're you're the one. You're on the chopping yeah. block. Yeah. Uh, as I know, Blink and GD kind of tried to make me feel like I had some kind of chance. And really, I've talked to GD since the game's over, and he said the really the only reason they did it was in case I had something, just because I bought things at the auction, or in case yeah. I knew if I knew how to work the sub channels. But he even said, he's like, there really wasn't a reason for it except for that. He's like, honestly, we didn't need to do it, but it was it was just kind of dotting the I's and crossing the T's. Yeah, if, if there are four, the only other person that could have been a target would have been Murr. Yep. Uh, did that cross your mind? Yeah, I think that's, uh, it was me, Blink, and GD talking, and we ended up since Murr wasn't around, they kind of brought up her name, and I said, well, if that's what you guys want to do, I'll go with it. And that's when we, I think, 
the three of us jumped into the sub channel with Meg and Clever, and they kind of they weren't too keen on the idea, but they they kind of agreed hesitantly agreed to it, and I kind of knew it, it was probably more of a smoke screen than anything, but it was really all I had at that point. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really say I'm going to vote one of you guys out because <laughs> we're all sitting in the same sub channel, right? Um, but no, I I was hopeful, but I I really I really deep down thought it was me. I probably thought I had maybe less than five percent chance of it actually of continuing. Uh, so then you guys go to tribal council. Um, I don't know. Did you, if you remember much about kind of the questions that were asked and the answers you heard, but did anything in there kind of reinforce that you were going home or give you any more, any additional, you know, wisps Mm. of, of hope? There was really, it really didn't change anything. None of the answers or anything changed. Nothing made me feel better or made me feel worse. It was kind of, even I really don't remember the questions or anything like that. I just I know my my feelings from the final conversation in the sub channel to the being in the tribal council. My my feelings did not change. Okay. I still wrote down mayor though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know the votes five votes uh, for you, unfortunately. Um, you know because you kind of entered that tribal you know kind of with the expectation that or not maybe not the expectation but the likelihood that it was going to be you uh was it i guess it wouldn't have been necessarily a shock to see your name show up right you know i'm guessing it was still probably not that great of a feeling yeah i definitely uh i didn't expect to to have it feel the way it did but it definitely it didn't feel good even even with kind of expecting it, it was just kind of when you're uh, even if it's online, if you're with people for 12 days and kind of talking and getting to know people, and then they all write your name down to be voted off, it's not a very good feeling. It is just a game, though. Yeah. Uh, so a- after after you're gone, um, you become a viewer. Uh, you watch, you know how watching the rest of the season play out and you get to see, you know, clever Megan GD kind of march their way to the end. Yep. Uh, but along the way, you know, the other people that voted you out, you know, Murr and Blink both get meet their, you know, untimely demise yep. at, at some point. You know, how was it watching? I, I you know, the, I think, I feel like the viewers in general, they have, you know, obviously they have so much more information than the players do yep. individually. But, for the viewers who come, who get are the pre-mer, pre-jury boots, I think there's just a there's an added layer to it. You get one, you have had the experience of being in this season and playing this game with these people already, yep. and at the same time, it's like ah, oh, you know, you you can sort of empathize with you know their lack of information and, and the choices yeah. they make, but. Yeah. There's also like, well, they voted me out, you know, like screw them to a degree or, you know, I want that person to do well or, or yeah. you, know, you have a different connection with the players. Yeah, I think um, watching, I think maybe for the first night I was voted out, I was like kind of had a 
not a good feeling towards the people that voted me out, but it wasn't like, but once I, after that day, I was kind of over it. And, um, I think mostly I, I cheered on my, the people that ended up voting me out. Most of all, <laughs> it's more that I got to know them a little bit. And I mean, I know, I knew some of the people in the other tribe, but I was just kind of, I felt like I was in it with those people from my tribe and I kind of, I wanted to see them succeed. How, how has the experience as a viewer changed, you know, after Discordia, you know, when you go and watch Chatter and when you go to watch Mojo Desert, not being a part of those seasons and, and not having, you know, come from inside of the season to be a viewer, is there, is there a big shift in that dynamic at all? I, I guess we still kind of, as viewers, we still get to know each player, but they don't get to know us. So we may, we may know, we may know things about them, but we never, we don't get to share our side. And so we kind of get an attachment to them, but they don't have it the other way. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say for me as a viewer, I try to uh, see who is actually playing the best game and kind of analyze it in that sense. And then I, whoever I think is playing the best game, that's kind of who I end up rooting for. Um, if somebody's being a villain or, I mean, they could be a good villain and I might cheer for them, but if they're being kind of a, a rotten villain, then they're, they make themselves easy to root against. Mm -hmm. But I understand that this is, uh, these are mostly people that we know and interact with. So I'm not, a uh, I try not to be too difficult on them. I, there's much more human element to this than there is when you're watching something on TV. I think. Uh, you. Um, that's interesting. I think. Oh, I just lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say when. Nope. I, I completely lost it. Shoot. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that aside. Um, I'm just going to uh, drink coffee. <laughs> I'll let you recover. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Um, man, <clears throat> I thought it was such a good question in my head, too. Anyway. Oh, I, hate that. Um, I hate that feeling. <laughs> maybe it'll come back to me. Okay. Uh, in the, in, anyway, so uh, when I talked to Peter, um, I, I reached out to 2001, and I haven't heard anything from him really since FML went went down. Yeah. Uh, so I, I wasn't sure. He never got back to me. I don't know if he ever will until <laughs> until the game starts up again. Uh, yep. So I don't know if I'll be doing this with him. Uh, so when I talked to Peter, I asked him what if he could ask you a question, what it would be. Okay. Uh, and so this is kind of this is where he ended up. Um, he wanted to ask you, uh, how do you put yourself in the right mindset going into a challenge? Hmm. Uh, to to succeed to to you know to do well how do you get yourself um there it's a good question um it probably kind of depends on the challenge um i guess once we once we find out what it is we kind of go from there so if it's like say battleship we'll we know it's going to be a, a short game and we all kind of try to get in the zone of of our when we're actually playing i don't really I don't have a good answer for that 
Drink coffee. Drink coffee. Yeah. Drink uh, and um, be ready for anything to happen. Have a good internet connection. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess kind of to follow up on that, um, I think when I you know, played Battleship when I was a kid, I don't think I ever thought that there was much of a strategy to it. Right. You just kind of pick and choose a spot, and if you hit a ship, you know, okay, well, it's got to be connected to that. And that's, you know, what right. you do. But, you know, listening to, you know, and, and reading both tribes when you guys played, you know, there was a lot of probability and strategy talk happening. Yeah. Yep. So, and I think that's true. Like, we did a tic-tac-toe challenge later on. Um, you know, Mastermind, you mentioned playing that as a kid. I think all yeah. these games people played when they were younger have a little bit of strategy that you probably didn't realize they had right back when you probably played them yeah um, i guess i guess when we played mastermind i did kind of uh do a little bit of research to see what kind of strategies were out there just to kind of give a slight edge but uh it clearly didn't help me <laughs> but at least I guess trying to get yourself in the right mindset of this is what needs done and trying to keep yourself on track. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can really do most yeah, of the time. I, the, the emoji challenge, I know I kind of scrolled through emojis, just kind of familiarize with where things were just to, just so if I'm scrolling for something, I can maybe find it quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all about uh, just getting yourself in the right mindset, I guess. And, getting rid of distractions i like it i like it yeah uh so i'm gonna talk to brandon next okay is there is there something you would ask him survivor related not necessarily discordia related but um let me think there's a lot of things i want to ask brandon (laughs) um something specific i want to ask brandon um, would he really, would he really vote out his power group teammates if he was in Survivor with them? Yeah. Or, or would he think about maybe working with us? I know if uh, Biff ever played, he would vote him out immediately, but he might, he might. <laughs> think about working with some of the others fair enough (laughs) very nice i like it yeah that's the only thing i could uh come up with on the spot if i had more time i'd probably have a better question for him it was on top of mind since we were talking about it earlier yeah all right uh except for the thing i forgot about um those are all things I had to to bring up. I don't know. Yeah, if it if it pops in your head later, just uh, shoot me a uh, a message and I'll uh, I'll be happy to answer. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else we didn't touch on that you can remember from your time playing or that's no. particularly you know uh, been I don't know something that's particularly uh, affected you since playing uh, you know watching any of the other seasons something that you know stuck out to you at all like that. I definitely think. Uh, with my experience watching seasons, I I can um, kind of put myself in their shoes a little easier rather than um, if if I hadn't played the game, I would probably watch 
watch Survivor on TV and watch Discord Survivor much differently. Yeah. Um, even though it was uh, an online Discord Survivor game, it still felt very real. Um, I know even the relationships with people on that tribe are still ongoing, so it, it's it's still very real. Even with uh, with you as being probes, like still talk to you quite often now from just because we we were in the survivor game together mm-hmm. yeah it's um you know i t- when i talked to, to to tom he mentioned you know he brought up the the fact that you know when you look at discordia and kind of the way it was set up and you know the fact that all the dms for the most part happened outside of the server yeah. Uh, you know the sub channels were not automated. I had to do those all myself. Uh, and then, especially looking in the confessional channels of that season, it's very different than when you look at them in Chattern or Mojo Desert because, you know, I'm not really engaging in any way with the new the players of the more recent right. seasons. Right. And, I, and I don't know that that's really. A, I'm not making that decision necessarily, but it just kind of isn't happening that way at all. Yeah. And so, you know, he mentioned, you know, it was a much more kind of personal experience uh, in Discordia. Yeah, that is true. Because we had to share anything we had in our confessional so that you could see it, so that you could kind of share it with the viewers or kind of mm. keep them informed. Um, right. Whereas now we're all, we all just kind of read and read DMs and we don't really... <laughs> There doesn't really have to be that interaction with with you and the contestants and the kind of moving of information and letting people see it. Right. Yeah. Uh, times have changed. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely like uh, like how it's set up now. It seems uh, it's very efficient. It's very it's very good for viewers. We can uh, we can read as much as we want to read and kind of fill ourselves in. Um. Yeah. There's. I know, uh, I don't know if I shared any DMs in my time. It's just hard to, it's hard to remember to do that or to think about because you're, you're doing all kinds of other things. You're DMing with people, you're in sub channels, you're talking to camp, you're talking, you're working and doing other stuff and living life and you forget to screen capture your DMs and put them in a confessional. Mm-hmm. I know that's, yeah. I, I, didn't really probably should have done it more but I, I think i even said i'm like i'm sure whoever i'm talking to is sharing with you <laughs> yeah a lot of people said that <laughs> so i'm like i'm i'm talking to clever but it's i think if it was we talked about game a little bit but it wasn't ever enough i think i just kind of summarized the little bit that we had talked about um i know reading back on some of the other confessionals it made me feel like i I probably missed out a little bit on what I could have been doing, but it some of that stuff does get kind of time consuming, and I I think how it is now it 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 makes it more about the game rather than who's sharing the most uh, things in their confessional. Right. It would have been nice if Muse and uh, Mojo Desert knew how to share confessionals with viewers. We would have got a little more insight on him because he didn't say a whole lot. In DMs right. or in camp. Yeah. 
you need that kind of you know i think of like the players who played on the show and you know they're very quiet when talking to other people and and you don't really get to see too much of them but then you get to every once in a while you get to see these confessionals that they share yeah uh, and they're just like and like they just reveal like how much they really are aware of and and yeah give them a voice that you otherwise don't have yeah and that's kind of what we saw in i think i think kat showed a lot of herself in mojo desert with in sharing confessionals and being in the sub channel by herself and even even when she was DMing with specific people, she would kind of show her personality or show how much she actually knew. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that's about it. That's all I've got. Um, all right. I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Yeah, it, of course. Uh, it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. It was good. Yeah, it was, uh, it took me back to a, to a time. It felt like, it feels like it's been longer than uh, it has been since we played. Yeah. It feels like it's been a few years, but it was just last year that we, we <laughs> played. I think watching two seasons of Survivor since uh, makes it feel like it's been a lot longer. I had a lot of fun when I played, and I have a lot of fun watching. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe you'll play again. Yeah, we'll see. I've had a baby since the last time I played, so uh, he needs to grow up a little bit, and then maybe I'll play again. He's rather time-consuming at the moment. I can imagine. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Aaron. I yeah. appreciate it a lot. Yeah. Thank you, and, Ryan. Uh, and have a have a good rest of your day. Thank you. You too. See ya. Thanks. Bye. So long, farewell. I'll be the same goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long. Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So long, farewell, oh what I'll be to say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So long, farewell. Every time we say goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance, a Survivor Game podcast. If you would like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information in the episode notes. Keep your eyes peeled for upcoming announcements related to our new season, Dark Forest. And as always, have a week.